When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today's podcast is presented by EPRA, the European Public Real Estate Association. Facing global megatrends like green transition and aging population, how will listed real estate contribute to a sustainable future and financial security for Europe? Hey everyone, welcome to the first ever Davos Confidential Podcast, brought to you by Politico. I'm Ryan Heath, the author of the Brussels Playbook column, and joining me is Florian Ada, author of Politico's German language Morgan Europa column. And together, we're writing the Davos Playbook email this week. Hi, Florian. Hi, Ryan. It's good to be here. It's actually good to be here for what uh, can only be described as a very, very snowy start to the World Economic Forum this year. In fact, uh, I had to dig out a space on our balcony for us to chill the Davos craft beer that we found at the supermarket. But on that note, cheers. Since the snow pile was literally higher than us. Uh, yes, I, I can attest. Florian was digging, digging, digging. I was like, what is this strange sound out the back? I was cooking some vegetable soup and that was Florian digging snow. So that's right. We are literally sitting here on creaky, ugly alpine furniture. Apologies if you do hear some of those creaks amongst snow up to our eyeballs in an apartment next to the Davos train station. Uh, I've been cooking that vegetable soup. Florian's also been hard at work in the kitchen. And I've been cooking a real ragu for tonight. Indeed. So that is how the 2% live, folks. Uh, Let's get going here with a brief preview of what we'll do today and each day during the World Economic Forum meeting. We're going to give you a rundown of what's happened during the day and the night before and a preview of where the fights and the landmark speeches are likely to come from in the day ahead. Of course, it's Politico, so all spiced up with some juicy observations and gossip from behind the security barricades here in Europe's highest altitude town. So let's get going. We're just a few hours away from the official business of Davos starting. But of course, there's a whole shadow system that operates here. In fact, probably two shadow systems, if we're honest. The first one is, of course, uh, the fact that most of the fun stuff and the important conversations, they don't happen on the main stage at all. They happen in hotel lobbies, in bars, and in hastily converted shop windows that have been turned into networking spaces. And the second is that behind every 0.1 percenter, there is a team of people who've hauled their luggage through the snow, chauffeured them around, possibly helicoptered them in and dragged firewood uphill and the streets were full of those people today and uh, so by the time we get to Monday and Tuesday it's going to move on into some more of the serious politics business. It's just that we didn't find any firewood by the way for our uh, chimney here but that might be a project for the rest of the week. Well that is a job for you tomorrow Florian. Well, let's get serious. Uh, this year, uh, there's uh, actually 70 national leaders coming, including six of the G7, a dozen or more EU leaders, and actually nearly half of Trump's cabinet. So that's uh, actually a lot of helpers that you just described. Absolutely. Um, and Angela Merkel, she's had some news. She's uh, the acting chancellor of Germany, but the verdict's in on her grand coalition plans, the so-called GroCo. And it's a grow yes rather than a grow no. Um, Germany's Social Democrats have uh, said that they will join a new government with her. But honestly, it's going to be a quite loveless marriage. So Florian, tell us, 
is this loveless marriage going to get a honeymoon in Davos? Well, uh, you know, before she uh, becomes chancellor again, she'll have to negotiate again, and that's going to start uh, Monday. Uh, and the SPD is going to put that result in front of the party again in a, in a, in a referendum for the, party, for, for the party membership. So while she is going to Davos, uh, for Schulz, it's uh, back to work. And I should say Davos, exactly like you're saying. I keep getting it wrong. So it's Davos, folks. That's how you show that you're a real insider up here. Um, so what does this GroKo mean for Germany rather than, you know, just how Merkel's going to play it this week in Davos. And uh, I suspect there are also going to be some serious implications for the EU level of politics, too. I would say so. I mean, what it means, apart apart from the from the basic fact that the SPD voted for uh, for now, at least to avoid another election in Germany, because the party was eventually more concerned about the possible effects of those fresh elections uh, than over uh, possible long term effects on the party. It also means that Merkel, for now, is actually sitting pretty. The SPD now would have not been dangerous only for uh, Martin Schulz, the party leader, but also for Angela Merkel, indeed, uh, and for, not to forget him, uh, her ally Horst Seehofer from the Bavarian CSU, the sister party. But uh, since you ask, what does it mean for Europe? We've seen a lot of, um, already a lot of tweets by Paolo Gentiloni, for example, the social democratic uh, Italian prime minister, who was actually uh, praising the result of the SPD Party Congress today for uh, it to be a, a contribution to the future of Europe and everything. What it means for uh, for Davos and for Merkel's appearance in, in Davos uh, this year, let me finish on that. Uh, I think what we're going to see is, a, uh, is her going full European in her speech this week on Wednesday. Macron, the French president Emmanuel Macron and her, uh, the chancellor, pledged to renew the Franco-German friendship when they saw each other on Friday. They issued uh, a joint declaration on Sunday. They even made a joint appearance in a video message that they uh, sent out to um, uh, the so, German. So basically, to... Theresa May got a tapestry and Merkel got an actual declaration and a joint video. Well, actually, uh, if you... Uh, that, that's actually a nice way to put it, yeah. And both speak, uh, Merkel and Macron, speak uh, in Davos on Wednesday. Uh, so uh, I guess they would hope to set the scene for a European a message to Europe. Absolutely. Uh, now, one other thing that I've noticed amongst the piles of emails and pitches we get from PR people in the lead up to Davos is that tech companies are getting on the offensive, or maybe they're being defensive, I can't tell which, but they're doing things that they're not normally doing. And so the example I want to give is Facebook, who are really going out of their way to prove they make some kind of real serious positive contribution to society. And I found that a little bit funny uh, because back when I was working for the EU in 2013, we asked Facebook to do basically exactly what they're announcing um, uh, this week, which is to do a lot of digital skills training, invest in more bricks and mortar things that show that they've got a real footprint in Europe, not just in Silicon Valley. Uh, and so, yeah, I thought it was a little bit funny that it took a crazy election and a global trashing of their reputation for them to do something that, you know, sensible people were suggesting a few years ago already. Um, you mean and that was actually the trigger for them changing minds? Uh, no, no, they ignored us. Like Sheryl Sandberg didn't turn up to the breakfast where uh, Jose Manuel Barroso, the European Commission president, was going to launch uh, this grand coalition for digital skills and jobs. She sent someone lower down the food chain and, and that person just turned up and I won't know, name her, that's a bit mean, but I do know her name. And she turned up and said, well, lots of people look for jobs on Facebook. So that's our contribution. And we were like, hmm, don't, don't think that's your contribution. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, let's get positive. Let's focus on something positive. The 24th Annual Crystal Awards. Now, you probably don't rate that up there with the Oscars, with the Emmys, with the Grammys, with the Golden Globes. Uh, in fact, you probably don't rank it anywhere. But it's been going for 24 years, and Monday night in Davos, Kate Blanchett, Elton John, and Bollywood superstar Sharuka Khan are going to receive what I presume are crystal statues from Hilda Schwab, the wife of Klaus Schwab, who is the big wig behind the whole World Economic Forum. Florian, what do you make of this do-good-a-loving? I mean, Khan gets the, the award for, for gender, for his work uh, on gender, Elton John for anti-AIDS work, and Kate Blanchett for refugee advocacy. As Hilde Schwab, who um, uh, is on board the Davos thing uh, since the very beginning, actually, uh, told the local newspaper here, Südostschweiz, as it's called, uh, the idea was initially with, this, uh, with these uh, uh, crystal awards, to bring not only private and public sector to Davos, but also some artists, uh, I'd read it as uh, also some glamour. Yes, I think that there is a little bit of a uh, recipe that's at the base of a lot of things in Davos, which is if you add one part celebrity, one part power, one part uh, banker, or now tech, uh, then you suddenly get a global consensus. I, I would agree that's the way it works. And there's actually a cultural declaration, I think, uh, that cultural organizations have been working on today uh, in Davos, and they're going to release that sometime very soon. So keep a look out for that Davos cultural declaration. Um, now, what else is going on this week? Really, it's a week with five big speeches, not the usual one or two. You've got Merkel, Macron, uh, Modi from India, May, it's all the M's. Uh, and then at the end of the week, Trump. Uh, so because this is such a speech-heavy event, we're going to introduce something that we hope you'll love called the Panda Rating System for Speeches. Now, you've probably not uh, come across any speech rating system before, but this week we're going to rate all of those speeches, and we're going to treat... President Xi's speech from 2017, the president of China, as the gold standard for poetic ego-stroking of the 1%. We call it panda-ing, after both the rhetorical device and the adorable fluffy Chinese animal that evolution passed over. Do you get it? We hope you get it. Florian's not laughing here. That's not a good sign. Anyway, the point is, Xi turned up in 2017 and told the global Western elite everything they wanted to hear. And out of fear of the Trump train that was about to be inaugurated, they lapped it up. Never mind the Chinese dictatorship and all the rest of the problems that we know about China. So, are you ready for the panda rating system, Florian? Sure, we are. Looking forward to it. Good. See, he's just warming up slowly. Hopefully you're warming up too there when you're listening. So what about Trump? We're going to discuss tomorrow with John Harris, Politico's global editor-in-chief, about the Trump avalanche that will descend on Davos. Is he going to get zero pandas? Is he going to get five? Either way, we're sure to be talking about him all week, which means he wins again. So, Florian, I think it's time for you to get back to that field record. I think so. Yes. We hope you've enjoyed that. That 11 minutes of fun from, we can't call it sunshine from Davos because it's been very cloudy here today. But we'll be back tomorrow with another Davos Confidential. If you want to sign up for the Davos Playbook Daily email, it's free. Just go to register.politico.eu forward slash Davos Playbook and leave us your email address. So thank you for joining us wherever you are. And cheers. cheers again. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.